Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of In Moderation. Today I have my friend Sam with me. <laughs> She's Hi over guys. there giggling. <laughs> so normally I start these by like telling our little how we met story. Yeah. But when I was thinking of like how we met, like I like don't know. How did we meet? I I was just telling someone the other day because or it was Chloe when we when I introduced you to her at the gym. She's like, oh she's so nice. How did you meet? And I was like, uh, I don't, I don't know. know. And I basically I was just like, I think we followed each other on Instagram, like our yeah. fitness accounts, and then I think like one of the first times we interacted, I think you asked me to spot you. And then we were kind of like, okay, yeah, like we're tight. This is gonna work. But then we just like started like like Instagram, like liking each other, just like posting, commenting, and then like texting yes. and stuff. Actually, one of the first things I remember we did together was like we went up to the meditation room at UREC. <gasps> yes, I forgot about that. Oh, that was really fun. We laid down and we did like a guided meditation together. Oh, that was really sweet. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, I just unlocked a memory. That was like two years ago. Yeah. Is that my freshman year? Yeah, you were a freshman. I was a sophomore. Oh my god, that's so weird. <laughs> oh, that's cute. It's weird because there was never a point where we were like, hi, I'm Charlotte. Hi, I'm Charlotte. Yeah, it just kind of was one of those friendships that yeah. like happened. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. That's so cute. I love that. So I'm here with Sam. <laughs> Sam, tell us who you are, what you're doing, like what's going on in your life. Um, just fill us in. Well, let's think here. Um, it's a Sunday. So today is one of my hopefully very productive days. I put laundry in at home. <laughs> um, have to do some homework today. I'm hopefully going to my first club yoga class today at 6.30 because JMU has a yoga club. They and do? They just started that. posting because like I remember my freshman year, I wanted to join so badly, but they had never posted about it. They posted saying there's a meeting at 6.30. So I was like, yeah, I'll be there. Miss um, yoga girl. Yeah. But that's today. Um... I don't know. I don't know exactly what to say. I'm just, I'm just here. Where are you from? What's your <laughs> major? What year are you? Okay, good details to know. Um, well, I'm from New Jersey. Yeah, Charlotte knows because we're like weird. What, like Twenty minutes away from each other. Weird little side note too. That is so crazy. That was one of the things that I think made me want to like talk to you was because I knew you were like from kind of my area yeah we live like like, less than 30 minutes away at home yeah and like we never knew each other oh it's so crazy um so yeah I'm from Byron New Jersey um I'm a dietetics major I'm a year below Charlotte so I'm a junior and um what was the other question we got it where are you from Jersey oh perfect close by me perfect yeah dietetics Dietetics. what do we want to do why where's the interest from um I feel like I have always really, like, it's not so basic, but I just, I love food so much. I think a lot of people don't really, like, realize how important it is, like, what you are eating and how much it affects you. Like, especially, like, older people, like, they deal with such, like, chronic conditions and, like, disease and stuff. And it can be preventable if you're eating the right foods, like, early on and Mm -hmm. stuff. And just, that's, like, one tiny reason. Like, there's so many different ways that it, like, affects you. So I feel like that is something I want to share with people and um another side note I'm vegan Charlotte knows that but that is something that I want to like tell people about and prove that like you can be vegan and healthy and it's not something that like people think is 
unsustainable. It's like it's just there's I could dive so deep into that. Please dive um. in because I wanna I was actually gonna ask you like your vegan story. Like how did you when did you become a vegan? Like what made you wanna do that? Um well, okay, so this November will be four years and I don't think I'll ever stop. People ask me all like all the time, like, Oh, when are you gonna go back to normal? I'm like, I'm not I'm not doing that. But I feel like so I went vegan, it was kind of gradual for some parts. Like I remember it was junior maybe no sophomore year spring sophomore year of my high school like at high school and um prom was coming up and I was dealing with such bad acne and I was like I remember seeing like people saying like oh like dairy is like so bad for your skin and I was like yeah I'll just try it like I was just getting acne all over my face and I was like okay I'll try it and then I as I started to like cut it out I realized how much dairy I was was consuming so I was like well it was a lot but I didn't really think about like it too much deeper like I just was like okay I don't want the pimples on my face mm-hmm. then um I watched this one documentary on Netflix I forget the name of it but it was just one of those like vegan documentaries or something and it was talking about like just mistreatment of animals and stuff and then little old me accidentally stumbled upon like a like a slaughterhouse video which is so oh, no so upsetting and I'm like a very sensitive person and I saw just like this horrific images of animals just being killed and I literally was so uncomfortable and like upset that I was like I I can't do that anymore so I told my mom I was very nervous to tell my mom and like my friends because and I had a boyfriend at the time and I was very nervous to to tell all of them because you know like vegans get such a weird rep like because some of them are like complete assholes like if you don't follow what they do they're they just like treat you like shit but I was like just really like anxious to tell all of them and I remember I told my mom that I was just feeling really like uncomfortable with eating animals and stuff and that I like didn't really want to anymore and I think she thought like I would just go vegetarian then I saw another thing about like the dairy industry and how like they basically it's so sad to talk about this but like I don't know it's like such a deep dive but they like just basically kill the animals when they don't like produce like milk or anything anymore and it just I just don't want to contribute to that like suffering of them um so I was like I basically alluded to the fact that I wanted to give up everything my mom was very worried (laughs) that I would die immediately like she was like you're not gonna eat enough food like and she's a mom so she cares about what I'm eating that sort of thing but she was definitely very wary of it in the beginning now four years later like she's full support she knows that I can do it and that like it's sustainable and she makes me food all the time mm-hmm. like she's she's come around for sure um and my two best friends at home Emily and Emily they were like do what you have to do like mm-hmm. if you feel like that's right then you do it and they were definitely like not upset but they're like why would you think that we wouldn't support you and I was like I don't know like, I was nervous yeah and then my boyfriend at the time he was um he was one who like got me into the gym but he was definitely like not that way at all like didn't think about like the animals and stuff which is fine like some people just don't think about it and that's okay but he wasn't like he it's not like he didn't support it but he wasn't like you do it like that's great like he was kind of just like on the back burner and I was just like okay but it was something I wanted to do so I was like I'm gonna do it um I forget where I was going with this but yeah so I told them all that I wanted to go vegan and then oh I think it was like Thanksgiving of a couple, like four years ago now mm-hmm. that I was just like, yeah, I'm not eating turkey on Thanksgiving. 
Like I'm not, so I'm not doing it. So then I don't remember what exactly I ate, but I, I scrounged together some things. And now like years later, I know what I can have and all that stuff. But in the beginning, I I just kind of like stopped. I don't remember the exact day. I don't know if it was like a certain day, but I just kind of block it off in my head as like November. Mm -hmm. Like that's when I was like, you know, I'm done. And yeah. That's why I started my fitness account, like my little food account and stuff. That vegan girl Sammy. Yeah, that vegan, <laughs> vegan girl Sammy. I started it because I was like, you know what? I was going to college and I felt a little bit like nervous about what I was going to be eating, but I knew Jamie you had a lot of options for me. So I was like, okay, like I'll make this account and I've always wanted to and I'll post what I eat and mm. maybe it'll help people who are like wanting to go vegan or eat more vegan food. And they'll see that, like, I can do it, and so can they. Because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that, like, if someone else can do it, then I can do it. Yeah. Like, when I got my nose pierced, I was like, if everyone can do it, I can do it. Because I was freaking out for it. And I was like, people do it all the time. Like, just do it. So I like having that support. So I want to, like, pass that along to some people. So, yeah, I don't think I'll ever eat, like, regular food again. I'm just so used to it now. Mm. Like, it's, like, second nature to me. And people ask that all the time. Like, oh, like. What, what do you miss? Like, what if you could have anything right now? Like, what would it be? And I'm like, nothing. Like, yeah, I'm so used it's to it. Your now. preference. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what you prefer to do, yeah. and like the things that you like are vegan. Yeah, especially because like for me, like people go vegan for so many different reasons, like environmental reasons because there are great reasons for that, or health reasons because there are great reasons for that. Mine were solely ethical. Like, I was just like, I don't want to hurt animals anymore, mm-hmm. and. So for that, it's kind of like people always say like, oh, vegan, being vegan is not a diet, it's a lifestyle. But like for me, that actually is true because mm-hmm. like I, it's not like I'm just eating plant-based, which people say now like, yeah. oh, we eat more plant-based foods, which is great. But people are like scared to say vegan because it has all those like the negative connotations. connotations with it. Yeah. yeah. Of like, oh, if you're not vegan, like you hate the animals and you hate, you, you hate the world, like all this stuff. And it's just, it's not. just so crazy. So you on top of, being vegan and eating the way that you do are like huge into gym. Yes. You do so many other things throughout <laughs> your day. How do you make sure you are like still getting your body the right nutrients that it needs? Um, well, definitely over time it's gotten better. I think over the years as well, like my relationship with food has gotten better. And I know now that I actually need to like eat mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I think a lot of planning. I'm a big planner. So like, Every day in my planner that I have has my daily schedule, like with times. So I'll be like seven to eight gym, and yeah. then I'll put my classes in. Then I'll put in if I have work or like a meeting or something. Like everything's planned out. Sometimes if it's a really busy day, I'll put in when I eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and like snacks and stuff. Because like, I mean, for college, like people forget to eat. Yeah. But if I don't eat, like I get like stomach problems. So I like I have to. So. I don't know. I just have to like really like I've I've drilled it into my noggin over the years that I I need to eat. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's just something that's like just habitual for me now that like I'll pack snacks if I go out and I know I won't be home for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like I have a meal plan on campus because I'm usually not home for a long time of the day and I'll just eat on campus. Um. I like pre-plan like going back to the planner part like when I'm making my class schedule I plan it out so that like I know I'll have breaks in between so I can eat and if like the break isn't like if it's not what's the word um like if it's just not gonna happen then Mm -hmm. that's it but I'll just have to pack a snack or something yeah but I try to plan really far in advance to make like the best schedule for me so that I can like have a good breakfast and wake up in the morning and go to class and then I usually grab lunch on campus and then I come back home and have like dinner 
but I snack all the time. Like I have like little things I'll bring with me to school and stuff. Me too. I yeah. feel like my backpack is like ten pounds yes. heavier just because I have like, all my lunchbox in there. Yes. I need to start like packing lunches, but I have my I have a meal plan, so I'm like I need to use it. Yeah, you know. And the food on campus is really yummy. I know. I do love our <laughs> campus. Our campus food is pretty good. It's good. It, people like hate on it. I think it's so good. They got it. Yeah. Hell of shit to talk for not having ever worked at D Hall. I know. So interesting. But yeah. Um I think yeah, final answer is just I just try and plan a lot. So you teach vegan classes. <laughs> I do. You teach vegan cooking classes I at do. Our, our rec center. Yes. How has that been? What is that like? Like, why did you want to specifically go into classes there? Because there's so many different classes you can teach at UREC. Like, yeah. why did you do a food class? Um, okay, so freshman year, I was taking Health 100, and we had to do those wellness passports. And that's how I found out about the cooking classes, because I was searching up, like, UREC, like, the different things you could do. And I was like, maybe I'll find a wellness passport. And I saw there was cooking classes, and I saw that there were vegan cooking classes. And I was like, no way, like this is awesome. Like, oh my God, this is the cherry on top. So I signed up for one of those and then I went to it and it was so much fun. We made scallion pancakes, which were so yummy. And I've never had like a savory pancake before. Yeah. We made those and they were so good. So I was like, this is awesome. So I had a really good experience with that. And then freshman, sophomore year, I honestly like just, did, I didn't have a job because I was just really like trying to focus on school and get into the groove and I just don't think I had the time for it to be honest with you like mm-hmm. I could have done it on like weekends but we would have fun yeah. so those were the two years that I was like you know what like I'll get a job junior year it'll be okay so I applied um I think winter of sophomore year so going into spring semester and they hire like a semester in advance mm-hmm. so I applied and then um I basically just applied because I that's like kind of like that's what I like to do. Like I'm not a huge chef, but that's the thing that I like about the job is that everyone who works there, like they're just students. Like they're it's not like it's like a five star Michelin chef. Like mm-hmm. they're just people who like to cook or like food or like like teaching people things. So when I applied, I was like, I'm a dietetics major. Like I'm vegan. Like I can bring a good side to this. Like I I like this stuff. This is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And when my boss was interviewing me, she was like can you tell me how to make something right now? And I was like, okay. And so I told her how to make tofu scramble like right there. And I was like, I left that interview. I was like, I just fucking crushed it. Like I was just so excited about yeah. it. And um, then they emailed me and they were like, okay, like you're hired. So then I started shadowing um, spring of sophomore year and just like learning like, what the kitchen was like and like how they do the classes. Cause you have a lot of independence and you basically can teach, like if you pick a class and like let's say the name is gluten and dairy free, you can make it vegan. Like it can be anything you want as long as it falls under that umbrella. So mm-hmm. like one of them is like seasonal cooking with seasonal produce. Like I can make that vegan because what one of my concerns was like, do I have to like cook normal food? Like yeah. and my boss was like, no, you can do whatever you want as long as it fits under that umbrella term. So I was like, oh, awesome! Like that's that's so cool. sick. I know. So I'm so excited about that. Um, so yeah, it's been super fun. I started this semester and I had my first lead class because there's two instructors, one's an assist and one's a lead. And I led um, vegan baking made easy. And we made these little lemon crinkle cookies and they were so yummy. And it's just so fun. You literally just like plan out the class, pick it, the recipe you want. Uh, my manager goes shopping for groceries for us. 
and then you just like welcome everyone in and you're like okay like we're gonna make this today and you like have everyone participate in one thing and then it's just like a little team effort and you get to like chat with them and yeah usually so cool. it's like freshmen trying to get a wellness passport so they get exposed to like the cooking classes which is awesome because a lot of them are always like wow i didn't know you're a cabbis i've like, never yeah, taken one so. so fun they're literally so much fun i'm gonna have to sign up for a vegan, i know a vegan cooking class yeah definitely yeah i've been i've been really liking it it doesn't feel like work because yeah. i'm just going and like either helping someone teach a class or i'm just like teaching a class and like to me like cooking or just working with food is like not stressful at all mm. so like that's what i need because i definitely wouldn't want to like have a job right now that would stress me out on top of school yeah so when i go to work i'm like okay this is fine so i get to like make money while doing teaching people how to like. cook yeah, yeah exactly which like that's it's the huge. end goal with everything i love that yeah i really like it this just happy. came to my brain okay i didn't even write it down on my paper <laughs> <laughs> well, like it just came to my brain because i remembered it was something that you did that's so cool yes so you're involved in Give. Yes. Yeah. I am. Um, for those of you who don't know, Give is like a volunteer and service organization. Yes. Sam, take it away. Oh, gosh. You went um, on a trip. That's I what did. I want to talk about. Yeah, I did. Okay. So, yeah, like Charlotte said, just some background. Give stands for Growth International Volunteer Excursions. And it's like basically this volunteer abroad organization that you can travel with um, and the thing that draws people in is that you can travel in a more sustainable way because you're volunteering um, in different communities abroad and leaving like a positive impact behind instead of just like being a tourist um, which is fine like people do that but it's in my opinion just like a better way to go about traveling um, and give at JMU is just like a student chapter so Give itself has a bunch of different like student groups across like the U.S. like in all these different universities, mm -hmm. um, and the one at JMU is actually the largest student chapter. So we have over three hundred members, oh, I love which that. is really cool, just because it's like the org is dedicated to volunteering. Yeah, and so many people here want to volunteer. So um, I got involved freshman year because I had just heard about the club, and I found this guy outside of D Hall with like these flyers, and I was like, "Hey, are you in Give?" So yeah, I'm the president. I was like, oh, wow, like that's so cool. And then I went to an interest meeting the next day and just like completely fell in love with it. So freshman year, I got into it. Um, spring of freshman year, I got on exec because I just became so like in love with everything that the org was doing. And then it was freshman year going into sophomore year, I signed up for my trip in Hawaii. And um I don't remember exactly like why I did it. I know my roommate who I lived with last year, she went to Thailand and Laos because you can go to, um, I think there's five or six different locations you can go to abroad with Give. It's um, Thailand, Laos, Nicaragua, Hawaii, the Pacific Northwest. Um, and now I think they just added um, Costa Rica and then mm. there's also Tanzania. So I had always wanted to go to Hawaii and my roommate went to Thailand and Laos she had like just a life-changing experience and i remember her talking about it to me and i was like that's what i want and everyone i had met at jmu was so cool so i was like if i could get this chance to travel abroad and volunteer and meet more new like cool people like why would i not want to do that mm -hmm. so i signed up freshman year going into my sophomore year like a random day in june and then i had a year until my trip so i just went this past june um and it cost money so i had to like fundraise and work extra hard and make some more money so I could pay for it. But like, I think it cost 
10 times less than what it's worth because it was literally like, oh, I think about it all the time. Like, What did you do there? Like, tell me the whole everything because oh, we've gosh. never actually sat down and like. I know. It was, if I do the day by day, we'd be here for literally five hours, <laughs> but I think I can give you like a summary. So basically for the Hawaii trip, you're there for nine days. Um, and my group was 26 people total. So I have 926 on my arm now that I got tattooed because oh. it, that's like, that's how special it was to me. So um, we landed in Kona on the big island. And then we had two guides who were um, native to Hawaii, like born and raised there. And then um, a guide from, I think she was from Arizona. So a U.S. guide. But three guides, um, they were so awesome. They pick you up from the airport and then they drove us to our accommodations. And the accommodation was basically a farm like in the jungle. So we stayed in these like little cabanas and it was, it was so cool. Like they had all these dogs on the property and like all these different animals and horses. And we got to meet everyone the first night and then they were like, okay, like this is what we're going to be doing. Like explain basically what each day would look like, which it basically was that we'd wake up at an ungodly hour, (laughs) be like 6am, we'd eat breakfast and then we'd go drive about an hour to where we were volunteering um and the cool thing about the hawaii trip was that we were on the big island which has like a bunch of different um i guess towns but they call them um land divisions there mm-hmm. so we originally started in um i want to say it was hamakua but then we got to go to hilo um and then kau and kona and all these different places across the island every day like we'd be traveling through so that was really cool mm-hmm. but we basically would volunteer like about three hours every morning from like nine to 12 eat lunch and then we would go in the afternoon do some sort of like fun adventure like excursion it's like we did like hiking we hiked through volcano national park when kilauea was like actively erupting and that was so cool and we were just like in a crater like hiking (sighs) i know it was so cool and then um we hiked through like native forests and got to learn about like all these cool little like stories and tidbits because like hawaii just has so much history Mm -hmm. and then um what was something else that we did? We one of the volunteer things we did was like we cleaned up a coastline. Um, it's like all this different environmental volunteering that like it's so difficult to all like nail nail it all down because there's so there's so much to it. Mm-hmm. But um, all like it was just it was so awesome. Like I was so happy to be there and like volunteer with all these people and all the people I met. Like that that was my favorite part was just being with those people. It's like you can't find like a bad egg in a group of people that just want to volunteer and like yeah. give back. So like it was people all across the US, like my friends now are like in Ohio, Michigan, Colorado, California, like all these places that like I would have never had friends in if it weren't for give. And it was definitely a very special group. Like no one was like exclusive, which sometimes surprisingly can tend to happen on the trips where people form little groups and stuff, but Mm -hmm. everyone hung out together. Like everyone played games together and played card games and talked and like rode in the vans together. And we were all just so close. And in nine days, like that's really crazy to like develop that sort of bond Mm -hmm. with people. And it was just so awesome. Like I, I want to go on another give trip so bad because you like, no one really understands it unless you go and do it. But like, there was like no anxiety you are like living one of your dream lives like just being with people like feeling inspired like hearing their stories and having like discussions and like just like doing good 
-hmm. And it was really cool to be able to like travel and do good at the same time and like meet some of these people who I feel like I'll be friends with like for the rest of my life now. And it's crazy having that perspective of give now because it's not a lot of people like from GMU go and travel with give like headquarters Mm -hmm. because you don't have to. It's Mm -hmm. just like an extra add-on. But now coming back to JMU, it's like I want to bring Hawaii back with me or at least like try and bring back some of that, like some of the things I learned there and just like create a bigger sense of community here. So it's definitely very inspiring. I think when I first got back, I was very depressed because I was like, "Where? why am I back in New Jersey right now? Like I need to be in Hawaii. Like this is crazy. Like what am I doing here? But now I feel like a couple months later, I it's just one of those things that like, I'm lucky to have experienced it and now like I can just take that back with me here but oh it was so awesome what was it like going alone because you didn't have like a friend or someone to like go with you like how like leading up to it were you nervous um honestly like surprisingly no which I'm typically very like anxious about those things but I think I was I think I knew that it would be so good like I had just a good feeling about it um, there was one girl who was from JMU and was in JMU Give, but I wasn't friends with her. Mm-hmm. And I kind of made a point to not be friends with her because I saw that she was in my group. Because they basically like send out lists of people who are in your group. And I saw that she was in my group and I was like, no, like I'm not talking to her before. Like I want to go in completely alone and not know anyone. And now me and her are great friends and she's back here with me. So that's really special to have her here with me because it just makes me feel more connected to all the people. But um, yeah, I think... That was my first time traveling ever, and it was by myself. And my parents dropped me off at the airport at, like, I think it was, like, 4 a.m. I cried when they left me because oh. I'm just – I was so emotional. But I knew that, like, it was a good cry. Like, I was just really excited. And um, they basically – they were a great help. Like, they told me where to go and what to do if something went wrong. And then Give also has, like, this 24-7, like, helpline that you can call. Mm. You can call their office, and they'll, they'll help you immediately like, if something goes wrong. I also had traveler's insurance, so, like, if my flight got canceled, like, I could – it would be okay. Yeah. Um, I think – I don't know. I just was – it was just something that I was like, you know, I'm just going to have to do it. Like, I'll get over it. I'll get through it. And I think, like, I definitely want to travel one day too. So I think it was just one of those things that, like, I'm just going to have to get used to. But it wasn't bad. Like, I remember um, I had two flights to Hawaii. The first one was three and a half hours. I slept the whole time because it was so early. Yeah. Second one was, I think, seven and that one was rough, but I watched like a movie, watched a really sad movie and cried. And then with the two ladies who I was next to on the airplane, like they, I think they were like something set from the universe because we ended up talking towards the end of the flight and I, I had finished the sad movie. So I'm like crying a little bit. And I was just thinking about my parents and like how supportive they were and stuff. And then the people next to me, they were like two moms. And I was talking to them and they were like, oh, like, where are you going? Like in Hawaii? Like, and they were going to Kona on like a business trip or something. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be volunteering. And they were like, whoa, like that's so cool. And they were asking me about it. And they were saying that they had a daughter my age and that she wants to travel, but like she was too scared to. And they were like, now we can tell her like you were next to a girl her age on the plane. Like, and then when we were leaving, like, oh, I cried saying bye to them too because they hugged me and they were like, we're so proud of you. Like, have so much fun. I got their Instagram, so I follow them on Instagram now. And they were like, you're going to have so much fun. Like, I'm so happy you're volunteering. Like, that's so great. And it was just such a good experience. And I was like, I needed that, like, motherly comfort in person because I was, like, definitely – 
sad to leave my mom and dad for a couple of days, but I knew that like it was a good sort of sad. But having them just like reassure me, like that was so helpful. So they were they were so awesome. Like, oh my god, I I think about them a lot. They were such great ladies. But yeah, they really helped me. Um, and I called my mom when I got into the Big Island. And I was like, I'm here. Like my guides have me. Everything will be okay. And I didn't have that great service when I was in Hawaii. Every mm-hmm. once in a while, I get service and I text them, but I felt very taken care of by my guides. And that's like their job is to like know everything about the island and know what to do and where to go and like mm-hmm. how to make you feel safe and stuff. So they like everything was kind of just like set in stone. Like I was never I was never like worried that I wouldn't make it there or yeah. make it home. That's so cool. Yeah, it was so awesome. Would you do something like that again? Oh yeah. I when I when I got back when I got back in June, I put a deposit down for my next trip. Because basically the thing with give is that like if you put a deposit down, it's good for life. So I could go in 10 years from now. Oh, but nice. I put that mind down because I was like, you know what? I know I need to go back on a trip. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to happen again. Um, so I put the deposit down and I think either I, if I could, I'd go this summer, but I don't know if I have enough money for it. So maybe the summer I graduate in like the spirit of like change and yeah. transformation. But yeah, I definitely will be going on another trip. I've thought about even like the possibility if I could work for them one day because of just like how special the That's work awesome. is to me. But yeah, I don't know. Like it could go, it could go any way. Yeah, I have a deposit down. So like I'm going. It's next happening. Next trip. Where are you going to go next time? I think Tanzania is really sticking in my head. Um, I have a friend in Uganda right now doing um, Peace Corps. And he was the one actually that I met freshman year who had the flyers and he was the reason why I oh. went to the interest meeting. So it's kind of full, full circle, but um, he's doing Peace Corps until fall of next year. And he was like, if you do Tanzania, like I'll come visit you. I haven't seen him in like two and a half years. But again, that would be this summer that I would have to go. I don't know if I have that money, but um, either way, I think, I think Tanzania, um, it just sticks out to me. Like, and that would be like a big travel trip because mm-hmm. I went to Hawaii, which is still technically the U S um where is tanzania it's in africa okay yeah so i'm going to like africa which That's is sick it's like such a random spot to go to for your first like out of like continent travel but i i just think it would be so special like the and i know a lot about the programs like just all of them just because of give here and how much i've worked with like give hq like you just like and you can learn about it online like all the different itineraries but um tanzania just sticks out to me it seems like so much fun and there's like beautiful oceans and you can go on the safari like you're volunteering with um kids and stuff or actually I don't think it's kids I think it's adults um like teaching them English and stuff because the thing with give is that like they view um teaching English as like a thing that uplifts these communities because it gives them more job opportunities Mm -hmm. because like English is like the language of business and when they learn that it just opens up all these different opportunities for them so that's something really cool um but yeah I'm thinking Tanzania that's so cool. I know. I'm excited for you. No, I'm excited. It's just a matter of when. Like, it'll happen. Like, there's a lot of things that I I know like that'll happen, but I'm just like, when will it happen? But I, that's the cool thing about life is that like we'll just like, see. Kind of just send it out there. Yeah. And yeah. Be like, please return this. To yeah. Me. <laughs> exactly. Like the deposit is down, so like it'll happen for sure. So for as far as like volunteering and stuff. Mm-hmm. I grew up like with the my family like placing emphasis on like volunteering and mm-hmm. like that's something that I really enjoy too. I've also done a service trip, but mm-hmm. for me, I think that volunteering definitely like 
impacts my my daily like when I volunteer more I Mm -hmm. notice and I'm more grateful throughout my day like yeah do you feel the same yes yes absolutely I think especially like um one of the places that I volunteer here like in um Harrisonburg community well it's actually in Elkton but the food yeah the food pantry pantry. like one of my favorite places around here is the food pantry. I volunteered there once yeah maybe twice yeah it's it's very special I hysterically cried the first time that I went there just because like I didn't grow up volunteering like it wasn't huge I think maybe I I had to do it for high school for credits and stuff but it it was like at my high school it wasn't Mm -hmm. like out in a community and I think like in Harrisonburg there's a huge bubble in JMU and when you get outside of that bubble you realize that like the area around us like is just like a normal area and like Mm -hmm. people need help in different ways and when I went to the food pantry like it like you said like you feel grateful afterwards but I just felt like a lot of the volunteering I usually do is like environmental based and you don't really see that impact immediately because it's like you're not giving to like a person mm-hmm. when I was at the food bank and I was helping just like load food into people's cars like you could see how grateful they were and how much like they needed that like just help mm-hmm. and it was definitely like sad to see that like they need to go to the food banks but also like heartwarming to know that there's a community that they live in that wants to help them so it's nice to be a part of that community that can give back but yeah I definitely like always remember that like I'm very lucky in the life that I live afterwards and I'm like okay puts things into perspective totally like perspective very grateful after and, like a huge reminder yeah, yeah. exactly I love that yeah. about volunteering yeah it's like I always feel so much better after yeah because I just like to help people like I like to give back in different ways like and I think give has really like shown me that love that I have for it mm-hmm. so I guess like growing up I didn't really do that so I never knew what that was like then when I came here and I started volunteering and I noticed how like better I felt after and just like happy to have helped someone like it's very it's very special to have that Mm -hmm. so that's just like oh it's so nice yeah I love the food pantry there's one of the guys that are uh, volunteers there I think that one of the things I love about it the most is that I'm helping like these people obviously who need um to get food from the pantry but also the volunteers who work there like Mm -hmm. every day they're all a bunch of like older people and they love having like young people to talk to yeah. and like, conversate with and I'll just make jokes and they all like crack up. Like they you feel love like a full comedian. There. Yes, exactly. I literally feel like a stand-up comedian. And <clears throat> one of the volunteers, his name is Cecil. He is like obsessed with me. And he calls me all the time. He called me this morning. Like he literally calls me. He's like, When are you coming back? Like, I miss you. And um the thing that sucks is that my classes this semester don't really allow me to go often. I think I can go like from one to two on Fridays. So I can't sign up like I did last semester. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just really cool to like build those relationships with people who volunteer there. Like in like because you would think that you'd be giving back to the people who need that food. But you're also giving back to those volunteers because you're like giving them someone to talk to mm-hmm. and someone to like someone who's like their friend. You yeah. know? So and an extra that's really hand. Like, yeah, that's- exactly. It's a lot. Yeah, to that's do. why I love them. That's mm-hmm. like my favorite place around here. It's very wholesome. I love that. Yeah. Okay. I have one more, one more little question for you. <laughs> okay. We're gonna have to get in tune with our inner Sam because I want to know that if you could go back and tell freshman year Sam a piece of advice, oh. what would you tell her? Oh man. Wow, I haven't had someone ask me that. 
I think, whew, I think I would tell her that a lot of people don't deserve her time. And I think freshman year Sam was kind of just not lost, but like didn't know her full worth. And I feel like this past year, I've really learned that like, there, like, there's people out there who you can get along with and stuff, but they don't, like, match with you. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like, relationship-wise. Um, I feel like, oh, it's so tough to, like, pinpoint it. But I feel like I would have told her to stay single. Like, <laughs> she, I have always been someone who loves relationships. I love being with someone, like, especially when it's, like, fun and good and mm-hmm. healthy. Like, I just thrive off of that. But I think... I'm also someone who can make almost anything work or I try to make things work. I don't like to like give up on people. Mm-hmm. So if I see something that's like a little bit uh, or like a red flag, I'm like, that's okay. Like I like these things about them. Like I see this good in them. And that has been pretty damaging to me just over the years, just because like I'll overlook some pretty hefty things and then I end up getting hurt. But I think this past year I've really learned that like, I've always been pretty independent, but I've learned that like it is much better to be by myself and not talk to anyone than be with someone who makes me feel like ass or yeah, <laughs> like, yeah makes it's me feel awful. Um, and I mean, there's like I don't really regret things. Like I don't like to be like oh, I wish I never did that. Like I wish I was never with this person. But I definitely think I would tell her like stay single until there is someone who undoubtedly wants to be with you and like you never feel like there's a doubt in your mind about them mm-hmm. and you trust them completely because like why why would you be with someone if right they don't make you feel like that and now I feel like I know that wholeheartedly yeah that like if I don't feel that way with someone then what am I doing totally and I yeah. also feel like I've also been on like I've been doing my thing and like being pretty independent for like mm-hmm. a while and during that time like I had a similar experience where I was like wait like I feel so good like and I don't need someone to make me feel good which is so So freeing yeah and it like raises your standards for when you do have someone be in your life you're like you need to meet my standard Mm -hmm. like you can't just meet it you have to exceed it I after my um, last breakup I wrote in this journal like I think it was like five pages worth of things that I wanted in a partner I think my roommate was like, I saw this thing that if you write down a hundred things that you want in a partner, maybe another hundred or fifty, it was a, yeah, some large a number that I was like, "There's no way I can do that." And then all of a sudden, I'm writing and I'm like, it's "Oh, and this, and out. this, and this," and I'm like, "I want all of these things." And then I wrote down like my deal breakers, and then I wrote down like things that like absolutely not, I would not tolerate. And it's just so funny because now like I don't even know where that journal is, but like I got it all out now. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not settling for anyone that doesn't totally. like do that for me. Like, why would I do that? It's silly. I'd rather be by myself. Like, I'm a cool person. You I can hang cool out. Person. <laughs> I can hang out by myself, which is good that you have experienced that too. Yeah. It's Cause huge. like, it's so awesome. Cause it's really be hard yeah. to be alone at first. Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn, like I'm lonely. Yeah. But I don't know what the turning point was for me. And then there just came a turning point where I was like, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Cause you can do anything you want. That's yeah. what I really like about being alone and being single is that you can do whatever you want like not even in terms of like oh hooking up with people like i like i have literally not hooked up with anyone since yeah you don't have to make plans yeah 
you don't around have to do or like you can do what about. you want yeah i feel like i've been like really doing like things that i like to do and like my interest in developing like new hobbies and stuff and like i've never done that before and now i feel so like excited about doing these little things that i never got to do because i was always so focused on like being with my boyfriend or like yeah doing what my boyfriend wanted to do yeah and now i can do whatever i want like podcasts yes exactly exactly like podcasts like if i was dating someone i could bet you like my top dollar on a sunday morning we'd be hung over sleeping in and then do nothing all day yeah why would i do that like i woke up at eight today and i put my laundry in and then i came here and now i'm gonna do homework after this yeah and i'll do yoga later like that is like what makes me happy that i can just do my thing it's so awesome oh my god freshman year sam do your own thing yeah you exactly i'm so happy <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe it's been 40 minutes already i know we were just chatting we we're just chatting it up <laughs> we're gonna have to do this again oh yeah for sure i'm so happy you were here I know. thank you i'm so happy too because i feel like we haven't like had the chance to like sit down and talk about like like our lives and stuff yeah. well okay it was mostly me but like you know what i mean but like life gets busy and yeah, this true. is just an excuse for us to talk so true thank you everybody for listening <laughs> to our little catch-up no thanks so much <laughs> it was literally us just catching up about yeah. life <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i love that this was so much fun this is my first like podcast experience like I feel like a little celebrity. It's, it's so awesome. I feel I'm like the biggest fan. In five years from now, or like a year, three years, however many time that passes, and you're like famous, or you're a famous podcaster, I'm gonna tell people to go back to this one, and I'll be like, if you listen to this one, you're a real one. You are a real one. <laughs> like you're so an OG. Deep. That's so. This awesome. is like pre-release. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love this. This is awesome. Okay, Miss Sam. Okay. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Everybody else, thank you for listening. Keep on practicing balance and doing things in moderation. We'll talk to you next time. Yay. Bye. <laughs>